the ever popular country versus city, city versus country. We are here today with Chris and Maddie from River Realty in Maitland. We're going to tell you where that is and what's happening shortly. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, Chris Henry, and Madison Woodward. Good to have you guys on for episode 402. We're getting old. We're getting on. Um, excited about this morning to talk about the sort of the Newcastle market, Maitland in particular, where you guys specialise, because there's a lot happening. Infrastructure, a lot of money the state government's spending there. More buyers, even locally. Um, of the northern beaches are considering mostly buying investments out there, but also looking to move a little bit north, yeah, north of the northern beaches. So it'd be good to get your views from on the ground. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, morning. How are you, Michael? Mark? Well, good legend. You city good, good. Down there are doing so incredible work, so it's great to catch up. Thank you. So tell us a little bit of what you do, your company, a bit of background, where you're working, and then we'll get into the sort of specifics. Yeah, perfect. Um, so our office is located in Maitland, which is about 30 minutes inland from Newcastle, right on the Hunter River. And uh, we're about two hours north from you guys. And, um, you know, we're, we're very close to vineyards, plenty of wine up this way great beaches and uh, plenty of lifestyle. So um, there's about 34 of us in, in the business, sales, property management, maintenance, uh, projects, so a lot of activity up here in the Hunter. So you're in, you're, I guess you're in between, so you're sort of between the Hunter and Newcastle. Right in the you're heart. The, you're the, the best of both worlds. Just a quick question. I'm not really well travelled around Australia. I think like a lot of Australians, but we're just going to show you where it is. But my question <laughs> is, why is why is Maitland so? Why am I so familiar with Maitland? Like, what are they known for over the years? Because Maitland, if you said to me I'm from Maitland, I'd go, "Yeah, right, heard of it thousands of times," but I can't quite pin why. I guess um, Maitland is right in the heart of the Hunter Valley. So it's on the Hunter River. And a yep. lot of the Hunter Valley was originally discovered from this area, coming into the Riverport town of Morpeth, all the cedar cutters up in this area. So it's, um, it's, it's a really trade-based area, farming, rural, and it's, uh, it's got a, some deep history. Uh, some historical towns like Morpeth, Lawn and Maitland CBD uh, are really known for its historical value. And outside of that, you've had a lot of um, good commercial hubs. We've had, because it is so close to Sydney, it is right at the end of the F3 freeway. Um, it is very connected to, to the north coast, to Newcastle's big port and um and also you know straight down to sydney it's not too far to get to you guys it's probably nowadays it's um it's under two hours um with with our traffic links now yeah wow so, 
Yeah, so from a lifestyle perspective, I guess a lot of people come to the Hunter for affordability, they come for open space, they come for lifestyle opportunities, and, um, and you know, we're right in the middle of, of uh, vineyard country, um, but also the beaches are, are only, you know, 25 minutes from here with Port Stephens, um, which is a stunning area. I think at least three quarters of Sydney holiday in Port Stephens during the summer months. So I think it felt yeah, like that in Christmas, at Christmas time, at least three quarters of Sydney were up. Um, but, but it's beautiful, clean beaches up here. And, um, and sort of, I think that the, the semi-rural marketplace is really what drives this area as well. So if you're looking for a couple of acres with beautiful rural views and you want to get out on some dirt bikes on the weekend and um, just enjoy yourself, this is the place to come. Now, a two-tiered question that I've got, um, uh, one, one to you and two to Maddie. One is, what, how have you seen that region change You've been there, I get you know, a long time. How have you seen that region change long term and mid term? And then over to Maddie, how have you seen it change in the short term in the last twelve months? So, Chris, how have you seen that region more for change over like through the nineties to two thousand and ten, and then over to the young person? Yeah, I think that uh, the population increase is really what's driven it. Um, early 90s, I guess we were tracking at a bit over 50 odd thousand. Um, but now we would be up around the 80, 85,000 people just in the, the Maitland region itself. So you've seen a huge amount of infrastructure come in here. Government spending on roads, uh, the new Maitland hospitals now going in, the major shopping complexes that have come into town with Stocklands and, and, you know, Westfields coming out of Newcastle. You've really seen such a commercial investment into this area. Um, and that sheer population increase because of affordability, because of land that's been available in this area for mums and dads to build investment properties and also family homes. Um, you know, traditionally you were buying a family home for around four fifty dollars to $500,000. Um, so the affordable nature of the area has been, I would say, the major, major driver. Definitely. I think since I, I mean, I've lived in Maitland for coming up to nine years now, so only a short period of time, but I think we've had the most change in that time for the Maitland. So as Chris said, the expansion of Stockland Green Is that Hill only because you, you came to the area? That's it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, like, as Chris said, Stockland, when I first came to Maitland, the car park for Stockland Green Hills is now just level one. So the whole thing is expanded. Yeah. We've got a new Maitland hospital coming in now. So there's a, there's a lot of infrastructure spend happening on the area. Um, when I bought my first property only two years ago, the, the entry level for a first-home buyer was around 350000 um, the entry level first home buyers we're seeing now is sitting anywhere between sort of 550 and, and just over the right. 600. So the change that it's gone through in the last even 24 months has been huge. Um, there was a lot more land available, uh, but as Chris said, I think there's there's virtually no land left. There's still more estates coming, but obviously as they move through, they're, they're not quite ready. Um, but yeah, there, there's been a lot of growth that Maitland's happened and, it, and it's really accelerated in the past two years. 
And how has that been? Is it more of an owner-occupier market or is a sh- have you seen, and if not, have you seen a shift of investors looking at properties because the entry point's a lot lower? Like Chris was, say, before 2015, was it a largely owner-occupier market? And do you get many investors? If so, what type of yields and the growth, capital growth they do get? Uh, do get? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question because we are seeing a lot of investors trying to get into the Metland area because of affordability. Um, But what I'm finding at the moment is the owner-occupiers are pushing them out of the market. So for investors, it's a numbers purchase. If it doesn't make sense, they won't move forward. Um, But realistically, we're trying to encourage investors to still proceed with an investment property because of the growth that area will achieve long term. Um, but you know, when you're only renting it sort of four fifty a week, and then a, a, an owner occupier is purchasing it, purchasing for around six six fifty, it's not yeah. really weighing up like it used to. Probably two years ago, yes. Um, but you know, you, we're seeing more investors trying to build properties out here now, secure some land, do some dual occupancies because our land sizes, they, while ever they are slightly getting smaller, they're still not as small as Newcastle. So we're seeing, you know, mm. between sort of six to eight hundred square meters is your average land size here, and investors are definitely trying to build, do those dual key um, dual occupancies type. Uh, constructions um, and they are still progressing and, and moving forward where you know it is it is negatively geared but the, the the growth of those properties are far outweighing that anyway so yeah are there adjoining suburbs oh yeah sorry go on chris yep yeah i was gonna say um a lot of that investment was driven by mines um with the expansion of the coal mines up in the upper hunter valley pushing through singleton scone those sorts of areas have brought a lot of new people into town. A lot of employment has been driven from our, our mining industry up here, mm. which means that there's a lot of people with, with excess capital to spend and um, looking for ways to, to gear their long-term future. So a huge amount of properties being bought in, in, in super funds. Mm. And, um, and you know, as Maddie said, uh, the way to, to get affordability and, and good returns around that is to look at, you know, dual keys, duplexes or or multi-dwelling that are driving that high yield so you know you, you can see a lot of properties in this area average you know five and a half percent return on majority of those and and if and if you're looking and working with a you know an agent who can guide you in the right processes we can see those returns you know increase up to sixes and, and 6.5s if, if we get the right product for them so just if anyone's tuned in, we're talking about Maitland today with River Realty um, and the features and benefits of what's happening. So what are the key suburbs that support Maitland or the, the sort of town, towns, I should say, sorry, that, that support Maitland? And, and what would you see the, the benefits of living in those different areas as well? Just to give because a lot of the people are from Sydney don't really understand the area. So as a mud map, you know, Depending on where they're coming from, a lot of our Sydney audience will pick Lawn, Morpeth and Bolwara. So those those suburbs, we understand why they can resonate with some Sydney clients because of their history. They offer a lot of um, a lot of 
uniqueness in terms of, you know, most of them are over 100 years old in lawn. Uh, Morpeth is your sort of bit more of your cottagey style properties. Old Bulwara is beautiful, but mainly because it's all flat. Most of our clients coming out of Sydney, if they're looking to downsize or they're wanting to live close to shops and, and not have that driving everywhere lifestyle they're nice and flat they're wide streets they're tree lined they, they mm. offer a lot of character so those three suburbs they are probably our most expensive suburbs mm. in Maitland the most prestige areas to live um, but that's half the attraction from our Sydney audience for our families coming out of Sydney they love to try and grab a, a nice big acreage as Chris said dirt bikes um, animals cows horses they just want to jump straight into that lifestyle which uh, is awesome. So those bigger acreages on the river, but they're only probably 10, 15, 20 minutes out of the, the Maitland CBD itself. So in terms of schooling, kids activities, shops, um, they're not too far away, but you, you, you know, you're right out in the country is what it feels like. So they're quite popular. And then for your middle families, you know, East Maitland has always been a, a massive uh, area that people love to try and get into. It's our fastest growing suburb in terms of its growth. Um, Rayworth is awesome, um, Bulwara Heights. So you've got some, some beautiful little suburbs in and around the area. Um, and then first home buyers, they can be a mix right through all of those properties depending on what they're wanting. Um, and especially renovating, renovator style properties are super popular because you can make, um, make them your own, but you're also adding value to that property. And if you can pick them up in a key suburb, you're doing really well. I was going to say, what what's sort of the next sort of fit? I know there's a lot happening in Newcastle and that sort of CBD. Is that going to flow on to where you guys are in Maitland, where they're wanting the population? You already said there's been great growth, but are they looking to increase? Because sometimes the council will say these are our 25-year goals. Are they looking to increase the population, say, from 100,000 to 250,000 there because you mentioned uh, new estates are they unlocking new land to accommodate that growth or do you think it, there's sort of the attitude either amongst the locals to keep it sort of at the level it is and not let it get too too much density or is everyone sort of like let's get new business parks in because what are the job opportunities are people who live locally are they just retiring or they're more working locally, teachers in the new hospital? Great question. Great question for me. Love it, love it. Love it. it really is um, quite split because we've yeah. got such a, a strong mining culture up here. So employment around the mining territory, but also there is such an entertainment culture too. When you're looking at Port Stephens, Newcastle and all of the, the wine country, there's a huge amount of, of entertainment employment to cater to that marketplace. Um, and when it comes down to your agricultural areas, you know, there, there is still a lot of farming taking place in this area, whether it's turf farming, um, whether it's, um, you know, infrastructure going in, um, there is a lot of activity. So we've got a huge medical base coming in because you've got, you've got a very, very strong medical culture up in this area with the new Maitland Hospital, which is, um, it's massive. Um, the current facilities that are in this area, there's a lot going on. So employment from a professional standard is increasing as well with, you know, with, yep. with doctors, lawyers, accountants, because the population is really growing. Um, there's such a deep um, employment base also of self-employed startups and i think that 
what we've seen change um, in the last 12 months especially is a huge flow on effect from people that were initially thinking of moving into units, moving into potentially the CBD of Newcastle and, um, and even Sydney for that matter. They're looking at potentially even retiring onto some land and some space out in this area. So I would say it's very much a 50-50 young family growing versus the, the downsizing, retiring type um, age bracket. Yeah. Land yeah, to get back to your land release, um, I yeah, think that's the big state there? government question at the moment is is how do we get speed to land release because the, the, the amount of land that's being sold in, in this particular market is being so strong and the mm. release of land uh, through rezoning has been extremely slow. Um, yeah. But there is a lot of uh, greenfield development, which means blocks of land and, and large subdivisions that are on the agenda for release. It's just, I don't think anyone expected the take up of that land to be so aggressive um, post COVID. And I probably think that they expected it to be on the market for, you know, another, you know, 12, 24, 36 months. But in reality, it's all been taken up this year. Um, yep. And the developers are working hard to lobby uh, New South Wales government to really drive that uh, release of land out in, out in this area. And we're seeing a lot of the major uh, unit developers from Sydney looking at opportunities out here in the Hunter to try and uh, capitalise on on um, on some growth. Just to give you an cool. example on how fast land is selling, we had a land estate that we could not move for how long? Probably 18 months? Yeah. Yep. 12 to 18 yep. months. I think there was about four blocks sold. And then post-COVID, I think that whole estate sold out within about a four-week period. Wow. How many lots? So they're generally around 50 lot stage releases. Yep. Yeah. Um, so generally that that's about an average... Um, release of an estate and yeah. um, you know as maddie said pre-covid you know sales are, are quite not slow but just average for this area but yeah. but post-covid you know you're seeing 50 lots being sold out as many said within mm. uh, within a and what's know, two in, month period what's interesting there is there's still the same population in australia it hasn't changed so yeah. They're actually they're actually exiting out of properties to get into those new properties. What's happening with the properties they're exiting out of, which is really interesting. Well, the good part about it is um, Bunnings has had a massive uplift in this area. Uh, I think everybody throughout the year has been renovating in this area. What we're actually seeing yeah. is a better quality of property coming to the marketplace at the moment because people had that time to spend on value adding, getting great advice from their agent on what they should focus on when it comes to renovating. And um, and we're seeing some fantastic renovations come to the market at the moment, which is great. I think the, the right. flow effect for that will probably be in a couple of months' time because all the land was secured, you know, at earlier this year. So construction starting to take place now, which will be great. Um, so there should be a few more homes, a lot more property yeah. coming on later this year. We would expect. And, and um, before we before we wind out. I, I, Burge got a question for you, but before we wind out, um, Chris, you've done a lot of humanitarian work in Thailand in the city of Novak. Uh, you saved the city from falling uh, back in <laughs> Thailand. And apparently, they've they've named they've named a suburb um, after you in in Maitland as well. 
congratulations. <laughs> Over to you, Bridget. Another question. Yeah. Now I was going to say. So, what are, for that news? Um, the new landlords. What was sort of that entry level, and how big were were they? And how does that compare to your secondhand market? Because sometimes, when you get new lots, new homes, it can throw out a whack your secondhand dwellings. Um, how did you did you see them both sort of go up together, or the big preference? on uh, established owners already in the area buying brand new and building or were they mainly out of area out of area buyers buying in yeah i think it's really 50 50. Yeah. there's been a, a strong presence of out of area buyers coming up to buy land up here our average lot you know is anywhere between or let's just say six to six fifty square meters um, yes. They were selling out originally last year. Those blocks were selling out for around the early to mid twos. Yep. Um, in some of our further outer suburbs, they're selling at around the two hundred thousand. So that's quite affordable for land, which drives that attraction. Um, mm. But since then, we've seen some significant price increases of some land that we've been selling in some blue chip suburbs like Morpeth with those blocks now, you know, exceeding the, the $400,000 mark for, for, for basically the similar size. So what it's doing, it's driving up um, prices in general. So your average home for sale in those blue chip suburbs, originally sitting around sort of 650 to seven, we've started seeing those ones push up to, you know, mid eights to, to 900 um, and, and for, I guess newer homes in, in in existing areas that are originally selling for around that 650, we've seen them sort of tracking up around the, the 800 now. So quite a significant increase in price. So for those owners sure. around the Hunter, you, you've, they've seen a, a fair bit of growth on their properties in the last two years, and it doesn't seem to be slowing down. I think that and this area will continue to grow and uh and you you will see in time in the next two to three years prices almost uh catch up to some of our newcastle sydney um type pricing so the do you find those down. people who have had the uh, the strong growth are they buying back in the market for a second property within the same area or would they choose to go newcastle for the people who may own for 10 15 years got great equity obviously northern beaches we see a lot of people who've got a house and say Narawena, they buy an investment in in DY. Where would your established owners buy an investment? Because I know you said the yields are a bit more properties going towards yeah. owner-occupier. So are they buying under their nose or are they going 30 minutes to Newcastle generally? We're seeing more local yeah. investment, I think, yeah. Um, yeah. because realistically, as we said, the affordability is still here. So we very yeah. rarely see an owner sort of jump towards Sydney or Newcastle for an investment property now. Uh, I think once you've lived in the area and you've experienced the growth, um, yeah. you, know, you, you tend to stay where you are here so you can monitor and manage most of the time. Yeah. Um, a lot of job relocations yeah. take place where they'll they'll hold their property in the Hunter, yeah. put a good tenant in it, relocate to, to Sydney, Sydney, Newcastle yeah. for, for better job opportunities or yeah. or whatnot. So we have seen that taking place. Um, we're also seeing a, a big market in, in um, Granny Flat and also studio accommodation because traditionally the lots were around that thousand square metres. Mm. There's a lot of excess land that is that is mm. still sitting on most primary dwellings. So yep. we've seen a lot of people take advantage of building that second mm. dwelling or putting that studio accommodation in and, and driving some 
potential rent yield or or even bringing their parents a little closer to home and um and so dual dual living is now i'm seeing a lot of that take place where families and your council is supportive and your council is supportive because you know sometimes some areas council make everything very difficult so they're yes process the application through uh through a da or just complying development Bit of both. Um, I, I think council, uh, by and large, have been pretty good to work with uh, in the Maitland region. They they are pro development and doing whatever they can to um, to make sure that this this area continues to grow. And um, I, I think from from what I'm hearing, you always hear some of the challenges that are taking place in, in your harder suburbs. But um, uh, on the whole. I, I think that um, our council has been very good to work with for, for potential development. And just finally, just to wrap up, um, just I know a lot of people who, when they think about buying outside of Sydney uh, they, as an investment, they're worried about vacancy days on market, could take six months to empty uh, to, to fill up. What sort of your days on market for your traditional uh, 600 square metre block home, four bedroom? Is it months, weeks? And then at the moment, yeah, at the moment it's days. Days. I mean, um, there's a huge waiting list for for land. We've got um, you know hundreds of people on a waiting list for for blocks of land. Um, But in saying that, it's still making sure that we're matching the right criteria. When it comes down to to rental properties, again, there's um, there is availability, but it's important to develop those relationships with your agent to um, to get connected to the right property that suits you. Um, I guess if you're alone out there searching and you don't have a great advisor, it's going to be a lot more difficult. So, I mean, if I was coming to Sydney or the Northern Beaches, there's only one company that I'd be in touch with right now, and that's getting older, you guys. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Um, anything else you want to add on to that, Mark? And, and then we're um, a little bit. And having bit said all of that, <laughs> yeah, having. I just have, having said all that about um, Maitland, Chris did say before we started this show, he fantasizes about DY and that DY <laughs> is the center of the universe. And if he if he could be married to another, he would be married to DY. So anyone who's watching, it's not all about Maitland and um, even, even Chris. We love DY. Maddie. I was born Maddie, in DY. Yeah, Maddie's originally, she's originally from the Northern Beaches, so you can see good oil. Um, so good oil. There's some exciting opportunities down in those northern beaches when it comes to, um, you know, being connected to the Novaks down there. It's a relationship yeah. and, a, and a spot that we, we value very deeply. Yeah, and obviously this whole talk is a second best opportunity. If you want the best (laughs) job opportunity, (laughs) you buy Northern Beaches. But if you're a second type of person, Maitland's really good. It's like your second second child or if you can't afford it, go to Maitland. (laughs) Just joking. Just joking. (laughs) All right. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, guys. Enjoy Take your care. Day. See you, guys. You too. Bye. Cheers. Bye. See you. Guys.